0: This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler
1: number one is Dr. Lee Friends. It stinks.
0: What is going on? (laughs) What is going on? Episode 86, submission 1643, Playboy's Roller Disco and Pajama Party. Playboy's Roller, Disco, and Pajama Party aired on ABC on November 26th, 1979.
1: Hugh Hefner invites you to Playboy's Roller, Disco, and Pajama Party with your host, Richard Dawson, and guest stars, the Village People, Chuck Mangione and the Chuck Mangione Quartet. And Madam and special surprise celebrities, plus a preview of Playboy's Playmates of the Eighties. Well, guys, I got a great idea. I like r- roller skating. I also like pajama parties. But you know wow. what make yeah, but you know what else would be great.
0: wait, wait, wait. you didn't say that you like Playboy 2.
1: <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. It's a fabric of who we are as Americans.
1: Yeah. You know sad as we, that may sound, yeah. it's true. Yeah. But you know what people loved in the nineteen seventies? An
2: excuse to make the three into an hour-long special during sweeps?
1: Yes, but you know what else they added to it? They felt, hey, Americans love Playboy. Uh-huh. They love roller skating. They oh, love yeah. pajama parties.
2: Oh, but yes.
1: But you know what this special needs, guys? We need disco. How about we have a roller disco pajama party we at the Playboy Mansion. And someone at ABC was like, that's a good idea. Let's make that an hour-long special. Not only that, let's
2: get our biggest Playboy in the network to host it.
1: Yeah. Dick Dawson himself. My man. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, 1979, Richard Dawson is on top of the world right now. Family Feud would have been on at on ABC for what three years at this point? yeah, uh, roughly. Yeah. So give yeah. or take. Yeah, so obviously you also had the nighttime version of Family Feud going on at that time. So not only was Richard Dawson the king of daytime television, he was also the king in syndication. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he he owned television in nineteen seventy nine, it seemed. But also, we should add, this is on ABC, who was known for their jiggle factor? Think about it. They had shows like Charlie's Angels. Three's Company. Three's Company. Y- you had a little bit of the jiggle factor in Too Close for Comfort. A little bit? Well, not as much as, say, Three's Company. And, and oh,
2: by the way, Too Close for Charlie's Comfort Angels. would be a year out, though.
0: No, no, it would have been early 80, and this was late 79, so it would have been about a month and a half later.
2: Okay, okay. so so you get what we're trying to... Uh...
1: And, and It's a Living would be a year away.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a Living would be about a year away. So, yeah, yeah th- this is the perfect <laughs> place for this type of show, right at ABC where you've got a bunch of boobs running around, and that's not even mm-hmm. including the long-departed Fred Silverman. hmm He's
1: still busy no, he's operating going, he's, he's
0: going to screw up NBC right now. He's yep.
1: he's he's probably still busy operating the super train as we speak. Uh you're not that far off. Well
2: actually, no, it would have been it would have derailed by now. I'm sorry. No, well, he was
0: playing with the model of the super train in his office. Yeah. That's probably why it ended up in that barn. But more about that on the Super Train episode back like eighty episodes ago.
1: Back in five ep- episodes ago, episode, yeah.
0: Episode 14. There you go. So 72 episodes ago. Yeah. This was just like, well, it's Playboy. I think we know what we're going to get into with Playboy. Uh, we're, we're going to have a lot of um, cleavage yes. and a lot of skin. Mm hmm. And, uh-huh, and we're going to have lo- a lot of
2: boobs. And, oh, and, and, yeah. And there are models, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have boobs like uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam and Richard Dawson, but yeah, there, there'll be uh, mammary glands too. Yep, plenty. Yes, and as you heard in the open, this was star studded. Yep, I mean we mentioned Waylon Flowers and Madam. Obviously, Hugh Hefner was there. You also had Chuck Mangione. Yeah. Yeah, before he got popular off of King of the Hill. Well, he was already pretty popular. But, I mean, this sort of, like, reeks of, like, as 70s as you can get. Mm-hmm. You have Chuck Mangione. You have Richard Dawson. You have Waylon Flowers and Madam. And then about two and a half minutes into the show, you see Hugh Hefner poolside or grotto side with some of his models playing backgammon. Oh, yeah, baby. That one's for you, Ben Ingram, if you happen to be watching this. Well, if it's not cribbage, it's, it's backgammon yeah, with Ben.
1: Yeah, Ash, no. it's
0: not, if it's neither of those, it's bridge.
1: Hmm. Uh, ben likes the finer things in life.
0: Ben is a classy individual, yes. Yeah. And, and Richard Dawson, I mean, he looks like, for lack of a better word, the ultimate playboy. He looks like Hefner's wingman throughout this entire thing.
2: Oh yes, just about yeah. He's and, like, and
0: please also remember th- this is a good year and a half, two years before Dawson got married.
1: Yeah, because uh-huh. he cause he met his wife on Family Feud.
0: Yeah, they got married in eighty one. Yep.
1: It's like it's like she that
2: it's like her family won the money and Richard Dawson won her.
0: And, and she won his money. If you know what we mean. Yeah, not yeah. wrong so a uh, roller so a roller
2: disco
1: uh roller disco pajama party
2: a roller disco so I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out here a roller disco pajama party with Richard Dawson at the playboy mansion
1: yeah, that's exactly and, how it sounds
2: well, that's the show. good night everybody, no. <laughs> But, but, yeah, this being a variety special in the 70s, we have to have variety acts, don't we? Oh,
0: yes. Well, I mean, if you look at just who's on this, it just reeks of 70s, of late 70s pop culture. We mentioned yeah Chuck Mangione. We mentioned Waylon Flowers and Madam. We mentioned Richard Dawson. We know about Hugh Hefner the village people were on this and it doesn't get much more late seventies than the village people, obviously.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh yeah. Well, going back to what we were talking about in the last episode about the uh, cheerleading championships in 1980, where there was still a disco effect, even though disco would be dead probably within about three months. Yeah. And then you have, Oh, now again, this is like peak seventies here. James Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, James Conn, you remember he was in the Godfather movies, yeah. Uh you had uh, Robert Culp, who yeah. would have been on iSpy, albeit iSpy I was well over a decade earlier. Uh, but since we have to talk about Robert Culp who was on iSpy, I think we have to talk about his other half.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Bill Cosby, who was also on iSpy, was on this, but enough about him because yeah, a despicable human being.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh. But on a lighter note, you know who they had at the, at the Roller Disco pajama party? Who did they have at the Roller Disco pajama party? They had the San Diego Chicken at the Roller Disco pajama party. Yes, there, they did. Fact of the 70s.
0: Oh, yes, they did. Ted Giannoulis, the, the San chicken. Diego Chicken.
1: Oh, yeah. Of course, this would be what? Another like two or three years before the baseball bunch.
0: No, Baseball Bunch was 80. So this would have been oh. right before the Baseball Bunch. So
1: one year, okay, I didn't know Baseball Bunch was at eight, was starting in 80. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. But oh man. Eventually we will get to the Baseball Bunch. That's a show that MLB Network needs to like air or like oh. revive one day. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, the problem is they couldn't well, they could get the San Diego Chicken, but the chicken is so dated. And you've got better mascots nowadays.
1: You could you, can ha- you could, have the
0: Philly fanatic,
1: and you could have Gritty as a guest star. I,
0: I was trying to avoid Gritty just because it's the wrong sport. But you have hey. so many hey. mascots. It's never hey. the
1: wrong sport for hey. Gritty! Hey. hey, NHL Network is owned by MLB Network. They could do a
0: crossover with Gritty. They- <laughs> yes, they could. No, I was thinking of other mascots. I mean, you mentioned the Philly fanatic, and you've got Orbit, who I know Greg absolutely loves. Yeah, Orbit of the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. and of course you've got Slider for the Indians, who's Hugo been around Hornet. for thirty years.
1: Don't forget Hugo the Hornet. Oh, that's NBA, but yeah, that could yeah you could have you could have him in a basketball contest or something.
0: Oh, we uh, could go all sorts of cross Mister Beck? How can you forget about Mr. Met? How can Met? you forget Mr. Met and Mrs. Met? Exactly, Mrs. Met. You could you could have the whole Met family. Yeah, you're you're right about that. You've got the uh, the the parrot for the Pirates. Oh, I mean the, the the possibilities go on and on. Yep. You could sort of cross species here, cross sports. You could have the gorilla from the Suns. You could have uh, the bear that uh, was the um, jazz mascot. You could have Greg's favorite. C- sir cc yeah you could have moon dog too you could have moon dog you could do a, like a wrestling
1: mascot match and you could have sir cc and moon dog as like a tag team
0: and, and also in case you've never noticed folks sir cc does look like jay leno circa 1983 we should also add besides the san diego chicken uh one other name and he was still big in the 70s and the late 70s uh not for his primary reason, but uh, for his secondary uh, purposes. Jim Brown. Jim yeah. Brown? Remember Jim Brown back in the 60s and 70s after he retired from football? He was in movies like The Dirty Dozen, Ice Station Zebra, The Running Man. Remember his fireball and The Running Man? Yeah. Running Man. yeah. <laughs> Who was in The Running Man? Yeah.
2: Jesse Ventura. No. Um, Jim Brown. the
0: host of this special,
2: guys. Yeah, Richard Dawson,
0: come on. Another thing that Jim Brown was in, which all three of us just discovered tonight and is definitely going to be a future episode, is the two-hour third season premiere of Chips, which was about a roller disco. And yes, Jim Brown was in that too. He couldn't get enough roller discos in 1979.
2: Jim Brown really likes the roller disco, doesn't he?
0: I think he was there more for the ladies than anything else. He was still a player back in 1979. He may have been married, though, but the, the, the chicks dig Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. 15 years after retiring.
1: And, of course, it would be, what, another 17 years before Jim Brown and Mars Attacks? Yep. One of the great underrated Tim Burton movies, Mars Attacks. I love Mars Attacks. Yeah, it had Natalie Portman in it. Of course it can't go wrong with that. It's like,
2: of course you love Mars Attacks. It has Natalie Portman in it.
1: Yeah, take that, Scott.
0: So, yeah, this was just like gratuitous TNA. They showed footage from Heff's birthday party, which was Olympic-themed, and that's where the uh, San Diego Chicken came into play, even though yeah, he's really not much of uh, an Olympic mascot, per se. But uh, they they showed the uh, Playmates doing all sorts of events on the medal stand, showing off their medals. And Richard Dawson offering corny commentary. Oh, well, look at her. She won the gold medal, and she's going to go get it bronzed.
1: Uh, Oh, 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 Richard.
0: This isn't the A-plus material that he used on Match Game and and on Family Feud. No, this is the leftovers that – get some buy on uh specials like this.
1: This is like the this is like the oil drilling on Jack Ward's hair joke that he used in the family feud pilot.
0: Oh my god. Uh, yeah, you you're not wrong. But then they brought out a whole bunch of cheerleaders and also they had a marching band there, a collegiate marching band. Oh, how how wonderful. Yeah, there's no marching bands in the Olympics though. Only in only
1: during the opening, and yeah. they got to uh, perform to something, right? Yeah, you have marching bands in the opening ceremonies. Well, you know what? You do they? I, I, well, I, I do only they only if the closing ceremonies had up with people involved. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Funny. I was gonna say. I thought I, I thought everything uh, at the opening ceremonies, the Olympics, that was pre-recorded, and they just uh, brought them in. In order of uh, alphabetical order, based on the language yeah. of the home country. Yeah, but they and, have and like, Greece first. But I don't remember them ever having like marching bands. I thought yeah, they probably did.
1: Yeah, they just they they have like all sorts of festivities at the opening ceremonies. Oh yeah,
0: fair enough. But then Richard shows us the new addition to Heff's compound. I mean, it's more than a mansion. I mean, the mansion is maybe just the house itself. Just the, 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 what's new on the Playboy properties? Well, it's 1979, and gosh darn it, the second word in this special is roller. He built a roller rink. What? Well, you're you Hefner. You can afford to build a roller rink.
2: Well, yeah, that's that's on par with an eccentric billionaire in Japan building a kitchen in his castle.
0: So, yeah, they show... uh Oh, all sorts of playmates roller skating around the roller rink, but also they end up on his tennis court. It looks like a tennis court. I don't see any nets though. So maybe it's, it, it's laid out like a tennis court in case the roller skating fad dies. I don't know.
2: Because why not? Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have Richard Dawson talking with Heth for a little while, but then we get to, Oh, it is tennis. It looks like it's uh, – well, they're playing tennis. Uh, this may be on the same court. I mean, maybe they put the uh, the nets in. But one of the people who's playing tennis, again, it doesn't age well because it's Bill Cosby. Uh,
2: uh, well, uh, all we can say is Bill Cosby played a tennis coach on I Spy.
0: Well, yes, he did. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. And then it's That's back all, to more
2: – Say and... All that we really want to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then it's back to more roller skating. And they're skating on the tennis court. They they, they must have removed the net for the tennis court uh, when they were roller skating because they're back on the tennis court now roller skating. And, of course, it's just a bunch of females in minimal apparel, lots of bikinis, lots of swimsuits, lots of leotards. And they're just, well... They're skating,
1: yeah. And and
0: please remember as you watch this, all these people are at least your mom's age.
1: Yep. Mm,
0: If not your grandmother's age, they're at least in their sixties now. Boy, I I, I hope you guys can sleep well at night knowing that. Yeah. You're looking at these women saying, "Oh my gosh, they're so amazingly beautiful." Well, guess what? They're all friggin' retired now.
1: Yeah. Oh, and now they're at the now they're in the disco inside the mansion. And apparently, Richard didn't get the memo that it's a pajama party because he's in a tux.
0: Maybe he sleeps in a tux for all we know. Yeah, maybe he could. Maybe he does. He well, remember, it's he was the king of television in 79. He can afford to sleep in a tux.
1: And if it's Richard any, Dawson, for Christ's sakes. If anyone can get away with wearing a tux at a pajama party in 1979, it's Richard Dawson. Or he-
2: could just be, you know, giving style points to a future Barney Stinson. Like, remember, he has, Barney Stinson has a pajama
1: suit. And remember, Barney Stinson does think his dad's Bob Barker. So I guess maybe Richard Dawson, he thinks (laughs) he's his uncle.
0: Oh, also we should add the length of time they showed roller skating uh, between the end of the tennis match And the start of the the nighttime disco Mm -hmm. was almost eight minutes in length. That
1: was a lot of skating. That
0: was a lot of gratuitous TNA action.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So, yeah, you had to get through about eight minutes of roller skating. Not that that may have been terribly difficult, but just again... Remember, these women are at least your mom's age, if not your grandmom's age.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, they're def- Some of them are definitely like close to my
0: mom's age. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, at the pajama party, yeah, you- you've got Richard Dawson wearing the tux, and there's Hef wearing his red silk pajamas.
2: As one does at the playboy. As
0: one does in a Hefner pajama party. Exactly.
2: And, of course, apparently Madam also didn't get the memo because she's in a faux fur stole.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, and uh, yeah, just a little comedy thing. Uh, there's three people who don't know who Richard Dawson is. One of them comes up to him, thinks he's a waiter. Oh, hey, could you refill my wine glass?
2: It's a Sibley Boujolet, yeah.
0: Okay, you obviously were not watching ABC Daytime in 1979. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, One of Waylon Flowers' puppets, not Madame. Oh no,: no. With oh, The no. Leatherman from the village people.
2: Oh no, I know what Twitter're talking about. And I'm almost afraid you're, oh. I'm, I'm almost afraid. I, got, I have to cut this off like right now. Hold up, you cannot up. talk about this right now.
0: Yeah, but the, the, the big takeaway from that is, hey, Whalen flowers puppet. He's not into you. He's interested in your brother. Ha 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 ha. I'm not wrong though. Now wait a second. And then there's uh madam again. Now she's got a silver wig on. I've yeah. never seen her wear a silver wig. Is that her uh, pajama party outfit? I'm guessing it is. Or, or it- is she trying to impersonate Brett Summers there? yes yeah probably because richard's there yeah it depends on uh, what type of terms he left with uh on match game 78 because she was still towing the company line still on the show at that point yeah but then oh now we get to the meat and potatoes of the pajama party it's time for the village people yeah
2: and i see i see and you know what the cop is uh, the traffic cop is all the stage Doing what traffic cops do. Yeah. If you if you've ever seen the village people perform to this day. hmm Right? Yeah. He he's yeah. he's down there doing what traffic cops do. Hey.
0: Gosh, I hope that's a nightstick. <laughs> And they're actually singing a song. They're not singing one of the popular songs. They're not singing YMCA or In the Navy. This is a song I've never actually heard of.
2: Okay. It is a song called Rock and Roll is Back Again. Remember, this is four months after Disco Demolition Night.
0: Yeah, and also we should add that even though this aired November of 79... It looks like this was recorded late October of 78 from the research we did. So were they sitting on it for an entire year? Or maybe the article that we are citing had the wrong date? Maybe. Who knows? As we mentioned on the previous episode about the 1980 College Cheerleading Championship, Disco was uh, a dying breed in late 79, early 1980. Apparently Rock and Roll was
2: back again and Disco was dead.
0: Next Um, up,
2: Richard Dawson is at a table with the 1980 Playmates. Yeah. And uh, if anybody has a list of said Playmates.
0: One of the names of the Playmates uh, during this segment uh, was Playmate of the Month in August of 79, which actually makes me think that the That record date wasn't late 78, like we saw, late October 78. It was probably late October 79. Uh, And she was actually the Playmate of the Year in 1980, is somebody by the name of Dorothy Stratton. And if that name rings a bell, well, she happened to be um, murdered uh, in August of 1980. So we're talking. Literally, like about nine months after this was recorded. And she was all of 20 years old at the time. Yeah, it was wow. very tragic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But she was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she was, I believe, dating at the time uh, the noted director Peter Bogdanovich.
0: I think you may be right about that.
2: Mm-hmm. And then there's um, a photo shoot. Several yeah. photo shoots, actually. Yep. And of course,. They have to be tastefully edited for television.
0: Yes. Can't show a nip. No. No. Yeah, we see a lot of footage of them walking on the beach, wearing their bathing suits, and we see the photographers getting all prepared, and yeah, we we see some very, uh, well, m- let's say reasonably tasteful uh, images. Stuff that we can show on primetime on network television.
1: Yeah, I've never seen a Ferrari do that before. No,
0: I'm assuming this would have aired at what ten o'clock. Oh, this had to be a ten o'clock. Thing. Obviously, actually, uh, if I remember correctly, I believe the original advertisement that we saw it said eight o'clock. Oh. Oh. Well, now, again, is it 8 o'clock Mountain, or is it 8 o'clock Easter? Because mm-hmm. what city did you just say you saw this ad in? It was at the Super 70 Sports Twitter. Did you, I, I thought you identified what TV station it was on. Oh, oh, it
1: was on the, uh, the TV station. It was on the archive.org link. Let me look. Yeah. Anyway, while he's looking... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up.
0: Okay, it's 9 okay. p.m. That, that may be okay. nine, 9, that may be yeah. 9 central. Yeah. Um, okay,
1: it's uh, WXYZ TV in Detroit.
0: And it aired at 9 o'clock?
1: So that would be what? No, well, it's, it, well, the bumper has like 11 o'clock action news update. So I'm okay. going to guess it's 10 o'clock. Okay.
0: Okay, uh, and yeah, WXYZ in Detroit, that would be Eastern time zone.
2: Meanwhile, it turned into a big dance party with the Leatherman grinding on a lovely lady and yeah. Mickey and a Mickey Mouse pair of
1: twins. But hold up, guys! Did you notice the music that was being played in the background? What is the music playing in the background? Oh, I showed this to Mike.
0: Oh no, no, Chico, Chico, you should have instantaneous regrets. No,
1: that's right, people. Oh boy, that's right. Future people. installment. Making it, making it. Yep, the by themes, David Naughton. The theme's on the Making It, starring David Naughton, because of course, because because ABC in 1979. Well, well, this was November of 79, so Making It would have long since been canceled. Oh, yeah, I but got, that, yeah. Song, that song will live forever. Yes, but guys, I got a question. Do you think at the roller disco pajama party they were watching footage of the poker game from Super Train at the <laughs> roller disco pajama party? Hey, hey guys, Rebecca Balding's in the poker game. She was on making it. I can't argue his
0: logic. No, he's not wrong there, yeah. Uh, Well, remember that Making It did hit the Billboard 100 uh, around the time the TV show uh, debuted uh, in March of uh, 79, and it did peak at number five in July uh, of 1979. Okay. So that actually also confirms that the article we saw that said it was recorded late October of 78 was factually incorrect because Making It hadn't been released at the time. Or was a typo. Yeah, probably. Or, well, ty- well, it was a mistake or a typo. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was definitely done like Halloween of of '79.
2: So there you go.
0: And I wonder if it was a Halloween thing because everybody was dressed up for the. Well, we're dressed and,
2: and the leather man is talking to not madam again.
0: That's about as close we're to t- a woman as he'll get that night.
2: We're we're just gonna call that puppet not madam. Yeah,
0: the anti madam. Yeah, that's the anti madam. That that would be an appropriate uh, term, I think, to use. Yeah. uh, Because uh, and also the anti madam is talking to Jim Brown. Okay, there we go. Eh, I'm eh, done. eh, I'm eh, just gonna hold on. Hands up. I'm done. And and she's talking. And she's talking
1: to the one lever guy from the village people. Oh, boy.
0: Well. Well, also, I'm going to just say, if you saw how she was downing that drink, yeah. And don't tell me there's no sexual implication with what she's doing with her uh, mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. I know what she's doing. There's
2: nothing sexual about that. (laughs) Nothing sexual at all. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I, exactly. Hmm. Well, we got another uh, village people number. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Are they doing are they doing a well-known
0: song this time? No, they're not doing Macho Man or in the Navy or YMCA. It's another no, well, it's not. another one of those songs that was the eighth or ninth single on an album or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. While and- the village people song is going on, Madam and the as we call her, anti-Madam, they actually met each other. Uh, oh, no. Yes, Madam was wearing her silver wig we talked about earlier, and she was drinking, looks like, some well, some mixed beverage. Uh, I, I gather it was some sort of scotch based on what the anti-Madam said. And she, uh, the anti-Madam basically, like like, sticks her head in the drink, saying, oh, you're as old as the drink that you're drinking. And clearly... Waylon Flowers was doing the anti-Madam because Madam didn't say anything here, so there's clearly a second puppeteer working Madam. And for a brief moment at the end, you could see Waylon Flowers' arm extending as the anti-Madam slams Madam into the drink. Oh, boy.
1: This is not unlike whenever you see triumph the insult comedy kind of, dog and you can like partially see robert yeah. Smigel by the way the yeah song but the is, thing
0: is that, but, but but yeah but the thing is that's funny number 1 and also i think if you see robert Smigel's arm that that almost like adds to the humor and i i don't think i've ever seen you know uh Waylon flowers hand appear in any of these segments by the, I, the way that, this, or, by the uh, way
2: the song the song ready for the
1: 80s Oh yeah, they were ready for the eighties, all right.
0: Yeah, they weren't ready for the eighties. That, that that's the joke.
1: <laughs> Thank you, McBade.
0: <laughs>
2: I think that's what they end the show on, actually, is the village people number ready for the eighties.
1: Yeah. But uh
0: and and re- and oh here's how good ready for the eighties was. <laughs> and, 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 and and we could actually realistically do like an ebay prices right here but well we'll do it more like we're gonna do card sharks instead okay okay I have, uh, according to Wikipedia, the information about Ready for the 80s. It hit the Billboard 100. I want you to, well, let's see who's closer. Where on the Billboard 100 did Ready for the 80s get up to? What was its peak position? And I'll start with Chico. Oh god! Ready for the '80s? I don't think
2: Village People was ready for the '80s. So for them to say ready for the '80s is a little kind of sort of uh uh what was the word I'm looking for a Anachroni- an- anachronistic. Okay. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to say, and this is the Billboard Hot 100, right?
0: Yes, this did hit the, the Hot 100.
2: Okay, and this is the peak position, right?
0: Peak position.
2: Okay, so I'm going to go 36.
0: 36, okay, Greg. I'm going to go with 100. <laughs> it's just who's closest. It's not necessarily who's closest without going over, but. Okay, okay so 36 and 100. 100? Dang. Yeah,
1: I'm. I- there had to be a reason you brought this up. So I figured 100.
0: Well, the, the reason I brought it up is because I actually see information about this. Unlike the other song we mentioned earlier. And it actually only reached 52. Oh, It reached only number 52 on the Hot 100. Uh, apparently they weren't ready for the 80s. No. No. Yeah. And the only place that it hit the charts was in the United States.
1: Ooh,
0: Ooh. Not, not in Australia, Belgium, Canada, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, UK. Nope. Just here, just up to 52. So definitely not its uh, most memorable song. And this is sort of telling. Right. Um, Ready for the 80s was the, the last song uh, to hit the hot 100 in the United States by the village people. Wow. So uh, yeah, they they may have been singing about being ready for the eighties, but clearly they weren't. No. Well, "Can't Stop the Music" did uh, peak at number one in Australia, uh, but uh, yeah, that was the last hey. Hot One Hundred hit for the hey. <laughs> Village People.
1: Hey, hey, those Australians—they were like, you know, this Steve Gutenberg guy—he's got—he's got something. Yeah. I'll-
0: I thought you were gonna say Crakey.
1: Crokey. So we got we got we get to the ending. We got we got Chuck. He's on his he's on his trumpet.
2: You no, know, it's a flugelhorn. Get it right. Oh,
1: same thing. Trumpet, frugal horn, whatever. <laughs> In eighteen years he's gonna be on King of the Hill, so Yeah, this is true. And
2: anywho, uh so Richard and Dorothy are chatting it up. Game ready to wind down the night. Roll credits.
0: And speaking of the credits, uh, a couple of names I recognize, and uh, our, our friends who enjoy old uh, game shows, especially from the '70s, will notice who the director is, Tom turbovich mm-hmm. Okay. Who was on Few? I believe he had the, uh, the same position on Few, previous installment Few. Okay. But also, one of the writers, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but if you're a fan of Match Game back in the early 70s, talking like 73, 74, 75, uh, one of the people who showed up occasionally was Ann Elder. Ann Elder was a writer for this special.
2: That explains some of Richard Dawson's uh, nice little quips there
0: yeah Uh, yeah realistically you're you're not wrong yep uh but yeah uh uh, tom turbovich was director on many things few dinosaurs oh my who doesn't love dinosaurs not the mama not the mama exactly
2: by the yeah by the way the uh the the uh disturbing finale of dinosaurs that's gonna be on the list should we include it on the list? Actually, no. That's not going to be on the list. Good. That's a little. Uh, it's a little depressing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah.
0: See, I, 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 Tom Turbovich has been around for ages. I mean, going back to 1975, and still active as of 2010. Wow. So, I mean, that's that's a good. That's a good career.
1: Years. That's a good career. That's a oh nice yeah,
0: career. and he also did future installment Muppets Tonight.
1: Yeah. Oh
2: boy.
0: <laughs> oh I love, yeah,
1: I love Muppets I, Tonight.
2: I like Muppets Tonight. It's okay. It's, I
1: liked it. It's way better than the Muppets series ABC did like five or six years ago. And and it's better than Muppets Now. Yeah, I've not heard good things about Muppets Now.
0: Well, that's the Playboy. Roller disco and pajama party. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Man, what can we say about this?
2: I know what I can say about this.
0: Go for it. It's time for eBay prices right! Oh, oh. no! <laughs>
2: I have in my hand here a picture from Movie Materials Store of Richard Dawson and Hugh Hefner. This is a, this is a publicity still at the table where I guess they're speaking to another playmate. And it, it's not marked in any way, and there's no sort of uh, autograph by it. But it's state, but it's a seven by nine, publicity still, original, mid condition. Uh, Mike, you are tallest, so you go first.
0: I wish I was shorter. Um, okay, since that's like peak seventies, I'm gonna say that would be twenty one ninety five. Okay, Greg.
1: Twenty-two dollars.
0: Yeah, of course you would. And oh,
2: look—you both overbid. Oh, oh,
0: thank you, hallelujah.
2: Okay, low lowest bid is twenty-one ninety-nine. Mike ninety-five.
0: Ninety-five. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's drop it two bucks. Nineteen ninety-five.
1: Okay. Uh, Greg. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> Call me
2: Bob again. Anyway. The actual buy-it-now price for this Richard Dawson Hugh Hefner Playboy Roller Disco original photo uh, for the want of a nickel, Mike, $20. Wow.
0: Well, now I think we can officially close up. Do, do you have anything that you actually want to say about this?
1: Well, uh, it, had, it had disco, it had roller skating, it had pajama parties. You had the Village People. You had Waylon and Madam. You had Richard Dawson. You had Hugh. But you know what they all had in common, guys? One night on ABC in November of 1979, all of those, they were just things on TV. Oh, but yes.
0: Well, before what? we all go take a nice cold shower, let's just remind you, we have a website and we have over 85 episodes there. It was a thing on TV.com. And we're all over the socials at it was the thing on TV. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and on Tumblr and there's the Discord. Oh my. Th- th- this, was, this was a very funkadelic last two episodes between the 1980 Collegiate Cheerleading Championships and the Playboy Roller Disco and Pajama Party. Uh, and we're going to stay in the late 70s next week. We are? Oh, what we got we, next week? Y- yes, we are going to w- w- You said, what do we have next week?
2: I'd like to know what we have next week.
0: Oh, yeah. N- 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 next week, Who boy. We're going to cover a lot. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about it, because really, the shows we're going to cover, at least on the first episode, are... Essentially, kind of sort of one in the same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're like one in Dunners.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, more or less. And the second episode is probably one of the most popular spinoffs of all time that failed.
1: Oh, yes. Ah, right. Definitely the most popular spinoff that failed.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we say popular loosely. Well, y- yes and no. But uh, still, it was a very popular spinoff, and still it didn't last long. And no, we're not talking about the Ropers.
1: Oh, I wish we were talking about the Ropers.
0: We we need to talk about about the Ropers. Seriously.
1: Sometime next year, we gotta talk about the Ropers. We definitely
0: need to
2: talk about the Ropers sometime next year.
0: We'll put it on the schedule, yes. But uh, for now, don't forget please, rate and review, like and subscribe, share because sharing is caring. And also, in addition, don't forget, we're counting down to 100 episodes now. We are... 14. We are... Yeah, I, I was just getting a gulp and I'm sorry. We're Gil Hodge's away from 100. We, we, yeah, we're 14 episodes away from 100. Uh, and we're going to have some big stuff coming. Uh, and that's going to be... Uh, Oh, this could be about uh, late in the first week of October. So that's only realistically about uh, a month and a half away at this point. Yeah. So yeah, uh, not going to tell you what's going on there, but uh, we do have a special hundredth episode planned. Uh, We have uh, some stuff coming, uh, uh, some big stuff coming. And uh, I I know Greg's working on something too, related to the past hundred episodes. So yeah, that'll be a nice culmination, a nice event celebrating just about a one-year anniversary at that point because we would have started in October of, of 2019. So we're, we're getting to the century mark. We can be syndicated then. Woohoo! Yay! But we are syndicated because this is a podcast. So no, never mind. Wow. But until next week, as always, we thank you for listening. I, I thank Chico and I thank Greg for their participation and assistance as always. And I'm Mike, and we will talk to you next week. With two fresh installments of It Was a Thing on TV. Well,
1: On your marks! Get set! Killian,
0: I'll be back. Only in a rerun. Go!